Welcome back, everybody. Uh, another episode here at Tall and Taller. Uh, Ben's finally back. Sick last week. Made me do the show on my own. Sorry for the shit show that happened. Um, guys, we got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, from a lot of Michigan football news to hardball drama again this offseason. Um, and then kind of talk about what's wrong with Michigan basketball at the end. Kind of wrap it up. Um, but first, we're moving to Michigan football news. We'll start, I guess, with the TCU-Michigan game. Uh, now, we since we haven't talked about it yet, guys, it, it, was, it was disappointing. I think we all – we can all agree on that. Um, disappointing showing by the team. I think, as we were just talking about, I think we win that game nine times out of ten. But, of course, being a Michigan fan – and just that—that's the life of a Michigan fan. You lose that night game nine times out of ten. Usually, every single fucking time is usually that ninth game out of ten. Right. Um. You can say it's whether it's from the national championship game against Louisville back in 2013. I think we win that game nine times out of not yeah. probably not nine times out of ten, but uh, to now, no, if, I mean, if we, they call that Trey Burke block right, we we win it. Yeah, no, for, I mean, I don't really, I mean, yeah, that, that, that just opened up a whole another fucking can of beans on my end. Right. Like, but, uh, no, uh, you know, and this is, I'm going to go off, off course for a minute, but I would challenge a team, a university, to come up with more bad luck things. From, from not just officiating, but officiating is, is certainly a part of it. To trouble with a snap, to Cordell Stewart's Hail Mary, to App State. It, it, you know, it, it's like a little mini curse hangs over us. We have we have really good to great seasons, and and you know, shit just happens. And and we didn't lose that game because of this. But you know that, that that touchdown was overturned is absolutely ridiculous, um, and that's a seven seven point difference in the game, right? And and we win. But you know, one of the things that we talked about, you know, during our our show before before that game was we got we got to win the turnover battle. That was one of my keys, and JJ at that point had. Three interceptions all year, right? I believe, and yeah. throws two pick sixes. If he just throws one pick six, we're in it. So, so we shot ourselves in the foot a little bit. Um, I'm going. I do, think, I, do, I do think that we um, took them lightly. I think you know the players bought into the the national uh, and social media hype that oh we're gonna you know. I, I have expected them to do uh, what Georgia did to them. Um, you know, I yeah, I think I wouldn't have I, been shocked if it was a 49 7, whatever, 49 10, 52 17 type score. Um, but with that being said, you know, I texted you earlier in the week and I really didn't fully vocalize it, but I, I just had a weird feeling. But I just kind of wrote it off to, to my years of, of, uh, 
psychological damage. <laughs> yeah, um, the psychological yeah. abuse, man. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it is what it is. 13-1, hell of a season. Most most wins in, in our, our much, very much storied history. So, um, hard to be too bitter about it, but uh, the best team that day won but I don't think the best team won. Um, and you know, the, the national, the national championship game proved that would we have beat Georgia? Maybe, maybe not, but I don't think they would have, I know they wouldn't have done to us what they did to TCU. And I think that it would have been a much better game than it was last year. We, we matched up a lot better, um, with them, but never know. Should have, would have, you know, you'll never fucking know. Um, yeah, I, like you said, not the reason we lost, but going back, I'll go back on that first. Cause that was one thing that I wanted to talk about, but I kind of forgot about was that touchdown was overturned. But if you go back and look from where the interception happened and where he was tackled, the referee had marked the ball five yards back from where he was actually tackled. Yeah. From where the actual turnover actually ended. Um, I mean, you take that into effect. It is what it is. That's we we know that's not why we lost. We got too goddamn cute. Yep. Why that first drive of the game, why go down and try to run a fucking Philly special on the two goddamn yard line when you're literally known as the my opinion, the best running offense in the nation. Right. What's that team's identity? We're gonna oppose our will and run it down your throat when you know we're going to run it down your throat and they didn't and had it been later the later in the game i might have understood it a little bit more but it didn't make sense because donovan edwards first carry what was it 55 yards or whatever it was 50 60 yards something like that yeah so at that point the evidence showed hey we're we're running the ball on them and and to get that cute um, at, at that and point, it just didn't you. make sense. But I will say this, give Harbaugh, I think that's the first time I've ever heard Harbaugh admit that, man, I fucked up on that one. And he, he, he talked about it a little bit after the game and then during his press conference, he's like, you know, I, I wish I could have that, that one back. That was a bad call by me. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I get it, but I think if we score there, that's a huge, 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 huge momentum shift right off the right off the bat. Absolutely. Because our next Man. possession, we throw the first pick six, right? Yeah, it was seven nothing. Yeah, it was seven. Yeah. They went up seven nothing on a pick, on a pick six. But we score there. That defense doesn't get that momentum. Right. Doesn't get that confidence. And right after we just ripped off a long run, fifty yard, fifty sixty yard run on the first play. Yeah, and I mean, shout out to I think his first name is Jalen Jalen Winters. That dude for TCU played a massive game. Seemed to be absolutely everywhere, and of course, there's somebody every time again. Whether it's two national championship games in basketball, or with this game, you got somebody who decides I'm gonna. I haven't really did much all season. I mean, he did stuff, but I'm going to have the game of my lifetime today. If you right. would have told me that J.J. McCoy, yeah. if you would have told me 
that that prior Friday or that Saturday morning when we when we had the show that JJ McCarthy would have thrown for 343 passing yards with two touchdowns and we lost that football and you would have said that we lost that game I would have called you crazy. Right. I told you before the game I seen the look in JJ's eye and he said I'm throwing I was like JJ throwing for 400 today. I was damn near right, but Max Duggan threw for 400 also or whatever the fuck it was. I mean Right. So, uh, yeah, J.J. threw for 500. You count the two pick sixes to the other team, you know. Uh, just uh, just a weird deal. And like, Not taking anything away from TCU. Hats off to them that, you know, they won it. But um, yeah. that was probably – I mean, it's hard to judge because, our, you know, our first three or four games were – that was probably our worst played game of the season. And – did TCU have something to do with that? Yeah, you know, they had a really solid game plan. But um, and by far, our, our worst second half of the season, not even close, you know. We're, yeah. I, I I forget the numbers now, but what we had given up 17 or something second half points. It was, yeah, it was very – we gave up like 30-something this game. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the first half, I, I'm, I'm pretty uh, pretty bummed out, but the second half comes out, and I'm like, all right, we're going to score some points. We're going to hold them. Um, and, mean, we, you we, know, we scored points. I mean, we, we scored the points, <laughs> but our, our defense just couldn't get a stop. And, and I mean, the, go ahead. You know, the one thing that pisses me off, and we, we talked about this, you know what's going to happen, and there's there's fans like this in every every – fan base but during twitter during during that second half and then for i don't know a week or so after the game there's people demanding fucking mentors had and i'm like are you fucking stupid look what One, this it's just, yeah yeah it's his first season guys and his right. defense was very good did it get exposed and did sonny dykes have a good game plan for his against his defense yes but again, like I said, I think if we don't, if we play that game again, our defense, honestly, in my opinion, is is probably a different game. I mean, I, like I said, I could be completely wrong, and they could come in and do it. But there's one one play that kind of seemed to be the like, at least to me, was like, fuck, man, we just that that was our shot, and it was that 76 yard touchdown pass to Quentin Johnson. On that, he ran like a crossing route, yep. short crossing route, and DJ Turner took a horrible fucking angle. And like, if he would have kept the angle he originally had, he would have stopped him, from, and it would have been like fourth and four. But he took a horrible route, and Quentin Johnson took it to the house, and I when it made it 48 38, and I was like, with, I mean, there were still 13 minutes left in the game. And the way the way that our offense played in the second half, I mean, shit, we put up, we won the second half, I think, in in points. Yeah, yeah, and, and, you know, statistically, right? We we won all the categories that that we like to win. And first downs, twenty five to nineteen. Um, well, third down efficiency, we were three for thirteen. They were eight for sixteen. That was probably, you know, that the biggest was horrible too. Yeah, uh, you know, out gained them 520, 488, uh, 342 to 225 rushing, they are passing. They did outrush us 263 to 186. Um, 
we had less penalties than them. Uh, and, and, you know, we won the, the, the time of possession. And, and you know, Duggan, uh, he, I forget what, I want to say he only had one or two interceptions on the year, too. And so if you would have told me before the game that we were going to pick him off twice, uh, pick I him said, off. Oh, that's, that's ball game. That's ball and, game. I mean, we're going to win this one. They fumble the football, too. I mean, we got points off that. Yep. I I just got depressed again. Damn. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Missed opportunity. A very good missed opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Miss opportunity, and you know, I get. I thought Georgia, Georgia probably played their best game of the year in the national championship game they were on, and TCU was overmatched. But um, you know, I don't feel as confident after our loss and after watching Georgia that, that we would have beat them. But um, you know, you go back to liking that to TCU, Michigan. Um, Man, if you're in the fight, you got a chance, you know, and 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 we just couldn't finish it off to to get in the fight. So um, this college football season, fucking flew by, right? Um, and it yeah. was one of the most enjoyable college football seasons in in my life, probably the for you. Um, yeah, I can't. I mean, closest to this would have been. I mean, last year. Yeah. But um, at least that I, like you said, at least that I remember the only first season that I truly was like somewhat involved or somewhat paying attention to football, college football was those six season. Um, but I, I mean, yeah. Um, no, it was a great season. Nothing, nothing to really, I mean, as me and you talked after the game, it texted after the game, it, wasn't even like I was like mad or like upset that we lost. I was just like, kind of like like I mean that that gut punch of. Yeah, it's it's like when it's like when you're a little anything. little kid, right? And and your dad says, oh, "I'm not mad. I'm disappointed." disappointed. And, yeah, and that's that's worse, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. It, it's a million times worse, and. um you know, that's where I was at, too. I'm just like, I wasn't even mad about it. I was just so bombed and, and yeah. disappointed. Let's move on. Yeah. Before so we move on, on to the next one, can we talk about Ohio State fans and how they think that they are somehow better than us now because they beat, they lost to Georgia by one? And when we've, Beat them by twenty plus points the past two seasons. I, I don't get plus. it. I mean, it's it's almost like that game didn't happen to them anymore. After they sat on Twitter and cried and fucking cried and fucking cried for the month before the playoff game, but now magically right. because they beat Georgia and we lost TCU, they, they lost to Georgia by one and we lost to TCU. They are somehow magically better than us, even though we proved it on the field. Right. Even though we by fucking blocked them. I mean, just a just a but, weird know, flex. The, the other thing, even before our playoff game, right, is that well, if you took away these five possessions, well, 
No shit. You can say that about every fucking single game. You, you know, take away our two interceptions and our fumble on the one yard line, and right, we win the game by three scores. But yeah, it, they are the you know Michigan State's by far the most annoying, but they they're they are the biggest whiners of any fan base. Well, maybe Tennessee might be ahead of them. That that just thinks that. Yeah, they they go from one day fucking hung up by his nuts. And now he's the greatest coach down. ever. Huh? Now he's the greatest coach ever. Right. And now, you know, Brian Jesus Christ Heartline is their all offensive coordinator. So they're not gonna they're not gonna lose another game for the next 30 years, apparently, now that he's their OC. And and you hot got take, uh, hot take there, or it could be a cold take, but hot take in my opinion. I don't think he has success as an offensive coordinator. I don't think so either. And could be I think completely that, wrong, and that's fine. But I think they did this to because if we beat Day again next year, he's gone, right? Even though he'll be like fifty-eight and six, he's lost. He's, he's ass. one and three versus Michigan at that point, right? They lose and. And, you know, I, I was a little bit surprised they, they hired him because I, I don't know that it's it really matters a whole lot anymore with the way that the whole landscape college football has changed. But they want an Ohio State guy to coach Ohio State. And I get that. I want a Michigan guy to coach Michigan. But I, I think they put him in place in case they got to get rid of Day. Now they can elevate him. You can't really elevate a – a wide receivers coach to head coach, but you can elevate a, a offensive coordinator to head coach yeah. pretty easily. But but the other thing is 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 that you know C.J. Stroud. I think he's a, a really good quarterback. I don't think that he's deserving of a the, lot of the hype that he gets, but he is. I, I wouldn't trade him for J.J. Or I wouldn't trade J.J. for him. But uh, no, I think I think they're honestly, in my opinion, I think they're probably about this. Uh, about uh, right there, about the same level of athletic, of yeah. athletic, and I just, I mean, he's a lot more accurate on the deep ball. I will say, oh yeah, that. yeah, no, he has a great deep ball, and I mean, that's why they're that's that's really why I mean the receivers are good, but that's really why the receivers are so good is because he's accurate down the field. Well, yeah, and you know when when you got a couple, you know if both their receivers, if if, if Marvison Harrison Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr. come out. Both those receivers and Jimmy Smith, right? They probably they probably be both top ten picks. So it's easy to look good on the deep ball when you got two top ten receivers catching the ball too. Um, not not to take away from CJ, but it certainly helps. But the other thing is, is these guys they drug CJ Stroud back and forth through the mud, blamed him for the loss almost as much as Day. Wanted him out of town. I'm glad he's gone. Started naming the next two they got back. Now the last couple of days. Oh yeah. It's sounding like he might come back, right? And Oops. you would oh, think man. that he's Bart fucking Star or Tom Brady or, or a combination of both. Oh, we're gonna run this whole world next year. Stroud's coming back. Oh, we love Stroud. We want him back. And it's just like, man, come on, yeah. make a, pick a side and stick to it. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, he's horrible. He's horrible. And if he if he isn't, he, he isn't. But um, they are just so far over the place. And, and you know, as you mentioned, that the one point loss. Now, now they're better than us, and and um, you know they. I am surprised that I can't think of their kicker's name, but I'm surprised that they the have treated, they have treated him yeah as well as they as well as they have, and I'm sure he got some low. Oh, he was back. so. I mean, he was getting death threats and shit like that. Um, right after, like I remember, I seen something on Twitter, like his mom or dad or something like that posted his something mom, yeah. like. Stay the fuck. Like, he doesn't need this shit. Like it's a fucking, it's a fucking football game, guys. Right. When I mean, I can go back. I'm not saying that Ohio State fans only when doing this. Michigan fans did it with Ronnie Bell yep. when we lost Penn State. Michigan fans did it with fucking uh, Blake O'Neill after the yep. fucking trouble with snap the snap. Uh, I don't like calling it that because it pisses me off. Um. But, uh. I mean, it happens. I mean, every fan base has their bad fucking apples. I mean, we talked about it with Ohio State fans when I went down to Columbus this year. Yep. I had a fucking wonderful time. Bushed a bunch of fucking drinking and fucking good old shit talking. No fucking fights. Nothing. Um, And I think that's honestly how a lot of Michigan fans felt this year going down to Columbus was they, they couldn't have had a better experience down there compared to what it was. I mean, that... I mean, I don't. Taylor Lewan said the same thing. Yep. And that's somebody who's played in the rivalry. Been down there. I seen one guy on Twitter bitch about how he was treated and and called everybody about like he acted like, uh, you know, they were throwing eggs and and rotten fruit at him, and a bunch of Michigan fans chimed in on his thread and was like, "Listen, that was one of the most welcoming and well-behaved crowds I've ever seen anywhere." And you know that was kind of the the unanimous thing that it was a, a really great, friendly, t- shit talking. Sure, but that that's fine. That's that's a fun part of college football, yeah, right? And, and, it's different than threatening and and throwing drinks on people and sh- and shit like that just because they're wearing different colors than you. Um, so yeah, and you're right about every every fan base has it, but it just seems like uh, Ohio State has more and and they're like emotional curve it's been a roller coaster for them you know since since we beat them and you know from the lowest of the lows to now they're they're celebrating this one point loss like they like they won the natty and i I just don't get it yeah they, they they ended up in the same position on the same day that michigan did Right, and uh, I mean it, it's it's the same thing. Last so, I yeah. checked, if, if you lose by one or fifty, it's still a loss. Still loss. You know what I and mean? It doesn't so, matter. Yeah, I mean, the game that know. mattered was played on November twenty to what six this year, whatever day. Yeah, twenty six. That game that mattered between us decided whose better team was was won by us. We won right. by 22 points. If that doesn't tell you who the better team was, a 22-point victory. Right. And we I won one more game than them. So, by all measures, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? And we're Big Ten. Yeah, like you said, and we're Big right. Ten champs. So, I don't know. They're, they're just. They're <laughs> I just, just seen your banner. <laughs> they're just full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
probably old Aaron Aaron will probably get on here and talk some shit. But um, yeah, I, I, Ohio State fans suck. That that the banner says it all, guys. Um, moving on, guys. I said it from fucking the night we lost against TCU. I posted it on Facebook on the Facebook page. Blake fucking Corum was coming back. Did I not? I posted it. The man, in my opinion, one NFA, he's back. Um, the he's a competitor, period. But I again, another reasoning is the NFL doesn't use running backs like it's it's a it's a dying breed in the NFL now as a running back. It is so. And, so and, you know, I think if he doesn't get hurt, right? I think best case scenario, he's uh, a third round pick because of the way the NFL treats running backs now. Yeah. Um. And and now that he he's got hurt, there there's a good chance that that he doesn't get drafted, right? And he's got to go in and earn it, you know get a free free agent uh invitation to to a camp and then prove it and even at a third round pick um i i can't remember the numbers but it's not a lot of money and and uh you know with with this is a good thing of nil he's gonna make way more money at michigan right now than he would from a potential nfl first contract um getting drafted if he even got drafted with with you know with the injury so um for him to come back and prove that he's healthy and prove that his knee is stable and if he can do what he did last year again that's just it's just going to help him all all the way around it's the only thing that really made sense um you know from from the very beginning I think if Michigan can get so another person player that announced he's coming back is Trevor Keegan. Yeah. Uh, another big addition to keep on that offensive line next year. To add on with the center that we got from Stanford, uh, Hogan or you know, not, I can't think of his name right now off the top of my head. Um, and then we got um, Hinton, the left tackle, and then that kid or Henderson from Arizona State. So I mean, we have. Two tackles. We got our tackles coming in, two transfer tackles in the center. Now, if we can get Zach, Zach Zinner still hasn't announced what he's doing yet. Um, if we get Zach Zinner back at the other guard, um, again, haven't watched film on any of the other line or anything like that, but I'm, I'm assuming if Harbaugh is bringing them in as a transfer, Harbaugh hasn't really missed on the whole offensive line very much since he's been here. No. At all. And that's one thing. I mean, um, Sharon Moore, he's done a great job with the offensive line. Again, Sharon Moore has been an awesome coach at the University of Michigan, period. Um, that's, that's so, a big thing. So, Zach Zenner, right, that, that's key, I think, because he, he's a sophomore, right? But he's 21, so he could go. But if he comes back, you know, barring some injury, I think that pretty much guarantees that at minimum that our offensive line is is as good next year as it was this year um i'm pretty sure they got to declare by tomorrow the 15th i think it is yeah so, tomorrow because uh so you know i want to hear 
We're going to hear Another something big, soon. Yeah. It's got to be either today or tomorrow afternoon. Um, everyone, if, if you don't hear it today, everyone be on standby for everyone who hasn't announced. And um, whether it's, I think, um, is Junior Colson eligible? I can't fucking find a thing on that. I got to look what um, I thought he was, but I think it's what three years and then you're eligible to go. Yeah. Three um, years or two plus 21, I think. Because I think if, if he if he is he's also a key, I think, on the defensive side as long. Also, also R.J. Moten. Um, I mean, losing Jamon Green and D.J. Turner, um, them both going pro this offseason already announced, kind of hurt. Um, at least secondary, I mean, we got Will Johnson. And, I mean, the rumors are also still uh, swelling, swirling around that Damani Jackson um, is going to enter the transfer portal and come to Michigan. Uh, but I think Junior Colson is kind of, of the biggest defensive player that I would like to return this year. If, yeah, if I, I don't think he can leave. I'm looking right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find his profile. What number he's is he? He's a sophomore, right? 25. Is he and a he's only twenty. Yeah, yeah. He can't. I don't, I'm pretty sure he can't leave. Okay. I feel like he's been here for like three years. That's it does like, feel that way, but he must. He got here the same time JJ did. I mean, yep. had a great season. Seems like we always have that one uh, linebacker. So, anyways, going back, changing what I said now. RJ Moten in the secondary, um, and then. Who's the there's is it Jalen not not Jalen there's a defensive lineman that said he was staying and now they're saying that he has second thoughts on it. Um I don't know, our defense has kind of been shredded. <laughs> honestly. It has. Um I mean Mike Morris gone, Mozzie Smith gone. Uh DJ Turner, Jermon Green, uh, Michael Barrett, I don't think has announced yet. Um, it's, it's defensive side, like I just kind of realized. Sorry, I was sitting there quiet for a second. I kind of just realized, like, how actually hurt the defense actually got this offseason. Um, yeah, no, we got we got beat up. Yeah. Uh, um Yeah, that kind of sucks. So yeah, so I think now it's RJ Moten and uh Bakari Page. I mean he'll play in the secondary this year. Probably quite a bit. I mean if if we can't get a cornerback, can't if Delmonte Jackson doesn't transfer in or something, look for uh, the young guns coming in Jair Hill to get yep. s- some decent playing time as a freshman. Um, I mean, so not now that I think about it, I mean next season. I know it's a long ways away, nine months, whatever, eight months. Uh, look for that. I mean, that defense is probably going to be the biggest question next year again. 
And I mean, Jesse, Jesse Minner done a great job this year. Can he do it again next year? With really, I mean, he's not going to have the defense set up like he did this year, where he kind of already had a defense. It's kind of, we're kind of going to see if he can actually coach, like not actually coach. Let me take that back. If he can, per, if he can make something out of players who weren't already in a system and like didn't have the Mike Morris's, didn't have the Mozzie Smith, will he create the Mozzie Smiths? Will he create the Aiden Hutchinson's, the Mike Morris's, the Mikey Sainter still speaking? There's a big one that came back also was Mikey Sainter still. I mean, I know that was a while ago, but. But it'll be it'd be it'd be interesting to see. Um so apparently the whole University of Michigan just just either I think needs to boycott the NCAA. Um and I think everyone needs to go to the little brown drug and go get a burger. Um right. the burger gate guys. I mean that that's that that's what I'm calling it now. I mean, there's there's a little bit more to it that happened. Um, I mean, this, in my opinion, it's a laughing fucking matter. It's it's, it, it's it a is. The NCA is pretty much showing their ass at this point. They are, but you know, the, the one thing that I, I so they've always had a seem to have a thing for Harbaugh, right? Maybe he just rubs whoever the wrong way. Is you know what they're saying now is it's not so much the burgers, it's the fact that uh, that he fucking tried to hide it, right? Tried to hide it or whatever. And and uh, oh shit, who was the recruiting coordinator left? He just got fired from Mississippi State for basically the same oh, shit. Bill, uh, yeah, no, he's the one. He's the one that fu- he's the goddamn whistleblower, right? It was uh, it wasn't Sankey. Uh, it was Hughes, wasn't it? No, Sankey, I think. I don't know. He, well, yeah. Anyways, long story short, sounds like this guy got, got squeezed down where he's at now and, and turned in the receipt from Harbaugh. They go to Harbaugh. Harbaugh's like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. They're like, well, what about this receipt with your name on it? Or, and I think this is a distinct possibility, too, that Ward leaked it to try to fucking push him out. Because... <sighs> There's, but, there's some there's a lot of shit going on there between him and Ward. And you know, we could talk about this for days. But um, you know, your athletic director and your coaches don't have to like each other, but they need to be on the same page. And you know, they need to be supported publicly and for whatever reason, Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh's ego seems to need that even more than a lot of other coaches. And Ward has flat out, excuse me, refused to do so. And, you know, we, we, we've talked about um, Dakich and Pearson and um, Beeline. Beeline. And, you know, now, and I don't know if there's any truth to the matter on it, at all because she was up there getting she's easily retirement age but they're talking oh, about he, pushed, he pushed hutch out too so yeah um 
if any of that is true, it's not a good look, and he needs to go, Michigan man or not. I mean, we already know that there's there's disagreements between him and Harbaugh. I mean, it's, it's, you know it's, what, that's it's, fine. That's going to happen. But, but it's, it's, it's going to come down to, but I'm saying is that when you have a background of coaches, great coaches, honestly, like, uh, <clears throat> that, that magically just after a great season um, are magically having to go to other jobs or take other jobs when it didn't really seem like that was where it was going. Right. Um, I, I think, I think the B the beeline thing was the biggest one to me. I mean, from, from, I, I remember watching uh, Michigan baseball and the big 10 championship uh, tournament. And there was, there was already talks about Bockets going to Clemson. Um, but it wasn't a done deal at that point. I mean, there was talks about it. It's where he played. He's, I mean, coached there before as an assistant, um, he wanted to go back to Clemson, but I'm not. I'm not saying there wasn't any push, but but the beeline thing was very weird. Was no. Was no like you couldn't smell it. You couldn't smell it. It came out of fucking nowhere. It wasn't like oh, beelines thinking about going to the NBA right. or or how this whole hardball thing. It was. It was. One day, Beeline's our head coach. The next day, John Beeline is now the coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I, I mean, that that there's something fishy there. And the fact that um, President Ono is having to get involved is, is more involved what I think he needs, like what he would be, period. I think it's a very not good sign for Ward Manuel. Um, especially, I mean, his tweet the other day that that had a great conversation. I mean, that his tweet kind of seemed like, if I had to take a guess what it meant, it was, um, hey, this, I'm taking control of this motherfucker now. Ward, shut the fuck up and we can have it. I mean, we we we'll, we'll obviously not gonna completely tell Ward to be quiet, but this isn't somebody we need to fucking lose. And I I mean, I think right. that's where right. Santa Ono is, and Santa's only been here for fucking a year, if that, not three even months, three months officially. Yeah. He's he started like I, I want to say October. Oh yeah, it was the mid, yeah, it was the middle of the football season. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, they announced it, I think, in May or something that he was coming, but he had to finish mm. up his term, you know, his term in British Columbia or whatever, which is fine. But, you know, that says a lot. So so there's a lot of times in, in any type of business, and make no mistake about it, college football is a business now, right, more than ever, is that somebody's boss is going to step in and say, hey, I don't like the way this is being handled. This is what we're going to do. Because... Good, good bosses let their managers, and that's what Ward is, and that's what Harbaugh is, let their managers manage their thing. Yeah. But that that Santa come out publicly tweeted that, hey, I'm involved now and things are going to be just fine, basically. Um, if, if I was Ward, I'd 
show him the middle finger and walk out the door if he did that to me publicly. And so I think it's imminent that that I think Ward's clock is ticking fast. And and if not, there's going to be big changes. And, uh, you know, Santa made it very clearly who's running the show here. And yeah, we have, in my lifetime, never had a president like him, a president that, that loves sports. I can't even ever, I'm sure it's happened, but I can't even remember uh, a president really being involved. I mean, look at all the games he goes to. I mean, it could just be he hey, doesn't I mean, miss a part. He doesn't miss a basketball no, home game, or he has he's never at basketball games, game. hockey games, football. He's games. everywhere. I mean, I mean, it could just be. In which I really hope I'm. This isn't true because I, I honestly don't think it is. I mean, it could just be. Hey, I'm new here. Let me show a face. Let me play the political game. But I don't. I don't. I don't think it is. I think no. That, I think that is, no. That's who he is. Because, you know, before he went to British Columbia, he was at Cincinnati for a lot of years. And the people at Cincinnati love him. And and the people at British Columbia still love him. And, you know, a lot of times when people leave, they're like, I mean, maybe they don't like him, but they're like, okay, he, he's gone on to the next one. This guy's got a cult-like following. And it's it's just who he is. I don't I don't think it's a show um, at all. So it's kind of funny that um, you know that it that it's worked out the way it has. So um, I, I don't think that there is any any real negatives to the situation. I, I guess eventually it could be you know if if him and Harbaugh, him and Howard. Or whoever clash, you know, he he ultimately has more power than anybody except for the regents. It could be bad, but he doesn't strike me as that type of guy. He's not a he's not like uh oh, I don't know, Dave Brandon was, you know. Uh Dave Brandon seemed to live for the conflict. Um Ward keeps pretty quiet, too quiet. But oh yeah, no, that's and that's that that was a big thing. I think a lot of people are wondering is not one time as Ward Manuel came out and made a post and and, and that's for somebody well, active on that's somebody I mean has made any social media um or social media <laughs> or even even regular media presence about this situation. He has not he's been black. Yep. Nothing. He has not said a word about it, and it, it's just weird, in my opinion. You're the AD. How about you let, let alone, especially at this time in the season, the off season, when you got recruiting going on, you have people trying to get transfers, you have people thinking about transferring out of your university, uh, like sport, like football players. Why? Why would you want to keep stuff as an athletic director when you want the most success for your university? Right. Why would you want to keep this dragging on longer and longer and have the opportunity to say, oh, well, okay, we'll, we'll say R.J. Moten. Say R.J. Moten says, oh, I waited to the 15th because I wanted – because I was hoping that this was going to happen, that you were guys were going to figure that 
board man and was going to figure his fucking shit out. Oh, it's the 15th. I have to slay. Okay, I'm going pro. Right. And I think that's probably where Zinter's at, right? He's waiting. Max, I mean, you, Michael Barrett's right there. Yep. Um, and so I, I just want to say this. As, as much as I hate that Harbaugh is doing what he's doing, it's the only play he has. It's the yeah. only leverage he got. He has is, hey, this is what we want done. If you don't want to do it, I'm going to go to the NFL. There's a lot of people that think that the NFL doesn't want him. I think he could just – I think there's 20 teams that would get rid of their coach to hire him. Um, and well, the dude has literally had success no matter where he goes. Right. He's played on the big stage wherever it, he goes. Stanford, Rose Bowls, was playing in Rose Bowls at Stanford. Yeah. Um, went to the NFL. Boom. Took a shitty-ass Colin Kaepernick. And two, AFC, near, two AFC championships, back right? Back and One NFC Super Bowl. championships. One Super Bowl. Okay, should have won it. Should have won it. They came to uh, San Diego State. No. Yep. Where was he? He was San at San Diego, Diego State. State? Yep. He was there too. I thought only Hope. I thought Hope was at San Diego State. No, he, he started for Hope. Okay. So he was there before Stanford. State. I always want to see. I, I was like, yeah, I knew he was there before Stanford, but I always think it's like San Jose State, not San Diego State, because that's where Hope's at again. Um, had great success there. Yeah, I mean, Everywhere he's been. The dude, the dude wins. He's wins. He knows what the fuck he's doing. Did it take it some fucking? Did it take time to get to where we were winning Big Ten championships? Yes, it took a lot longer what people expected. But I but think I, again, I would argue now, that he was handcuffed in a lot of ways from admissions to. You know, a, a lot of things that, and, and I you know, sh- certainly he's made some mistakes along the way, but I also think, you know, we've talked about this a few times. He underestimated how big a, how big a job that this was, you know, when he come in, um, had a pretty good class under Hulk, right? Pretty good group. And, you know, I think he thought he could plug a little bit, had the transfer portal been then what it is now. Oh, I yeah, think probably way different. Yeah, you know, it'd be a way different story. But one of the things about Harbaugh, and I think this shows the serious seriousness of the situation, is that he he's as quirky as he is and as out there as he is sometime, he's always been a man of his word, right? If he says this, it's going to be this. And so for him to say last year, after the NFL stuff, this is it. I'm done. I'm at Michigan for as long as I'll have me. And then to come out and do this, that takes a lot. I think it shows the turmoil that's going on in the athletic department, mostly, you know, from everything that's out there between him and Ward. Mm-hmm. For him to publicly go against his word when his word is everything to him and basically what defines him as a, as a man and as a human, it just shows because this has never been about money, right? He's got enough money. He's not a money motivated guy. Um, and that's why I always laugh at all these, all these people. And it's mostly rival fan bases. Oh, they don't want him. He can't get a job. He's calling people begging for a job. Listen, the guy's got enough money that his, great grandkids are, are set up for life and 
Yeah, he just made, think, what, $23 million last season alone? Yeah. So, so you don't think that he would – he could go take a fucking coordinator's job in the NFL. Yeah. He, he could get work in the NFL. Old, old Johnny – Johnny would – find a job for him in Baltimore if that's really what it come down to. Well, yeah, I mean, it, the, the it, dude you know, is going to get a job wherever he fucking on. He, so he, he, yeah. He, he's, uh, I can only, I know there's more than this, but I can only think like Belichick. Uh, Sean Payton's another, another good one. You know, there, there's for he, sure. He's going, thing. he's going to Denver. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a done deal there. Um, so, so this has become a way bigger shit show than than was necessary. And I think for sure Harbaugh shares some some of the blame, right? But to me, the majority of it goes on Ward, and that that San Ono come out and said what he said and did what he did, felt the need to get involved, right? Um, to me, confirms that because mm-hmm. if it was on Harbaugh. He'd just tell Ward, hey, let him go. We'll find somebody else. We're Michigan. You know what I mean? So so we'll see how it all shakes out. I, I would, you know, I think there's a 99.9% chance that Harbaugh's going to be back. Um, but I think it probably, we probably did lose a player or two to the NFL because, um, of, it. because of this. And, you know, we may lose more. And it, it probably has hurt recruiting, which doesn't bother me as much as it would have in the past because of our success in the transfer portal and what that has become. So speaking of which, I don't I don't know a lot about it, but I read something yesterday, or maybe it was even this morning, that there's a proposal to change that. They get one transfer. Yeah. And then they get a grad transfer after they graduate. And then there'll be a hardship process. And and without Wait, you got people like I a Abioki who transferred for now transferring for the fifth time. Right. Um uh, I mean and whatever, you know, he was solid yeah. for us, but he was a rotational guy, right? Um I mean, I guess I think I think that. Again, I think Braden McGregor this year is going to be a monster. I mean, I think he just ever since we recruited him, I think he's he's going to be a monster on the edge. And I mean, I mean Jalen Harrell on the other side. We we have players there still. I mean, so Oki Oki is a Rolling Stone, right? I think that's just kind of who he is. But something that surprised me, my numbers might might be off here, but um, I read. in the last couple of days, that like he only played like seventeen percent of our defensive snaps. Yeah, uh, he didn't play honestly. Except he didn't yeah. play a lot. I so, know that I and, and I think I'm pretty sure that was on MGO blog. And they're like, listen, he he wasn't gonna he was gonna be what he was last year. He, he wasn't gonna be a full time starter. He wasn't gonna play the majority of snaps. And and you know, I thought he played really well. You know, in the times that he that he he did play, he contributed. I thought he contributed really well for the amount of snaps he played, but um, it, it's not a huge loss. Good luck to the kid and, and, and go make a name for yourself. But, you know, when you got a kid that's – this is going to be school number six for him or school number five? Five. 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 
kid's just he's a modern day drifter uh and not that there's nothing wrong with that but he's just uh he's out there always looking for something better and i hope he finds it yeah i i yeah i i mean the transfer portal is no i in my opinion like so the transfer portal and nil are not where they were intended to be i don't think no um, I think the NFL, not the NFL, the NCAA lost control very quickly of what the fuck was going on. And yep. That's just my opinion. I think it could be not should have been should have been handled a lot better from the start. Um, yeah, absolutely. We all, know, we all we all know the NCAA doesn't handle things very well. Period. Um, so one thing that we really haven't talked about. Uh, before we wrap up, is that uh, Mark Emmerich, right, gone from the NCAA, and uh, Kevin Warren, gone from the Big Ten. So I, I, I don't have a lot of confidence in the NCAA leadership. I, I think, I still think that a, a super conference thing is going to happen sooner rather than later in the NCAA. They're going to tell the NCAA, fuck you, we're done. Um, you know, we're, we're going to be, uh, whether it's a CFP thing or it's mega. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, I don't, then the NCA is not even all they do. I mean, the NCA is not really needed anymore. No. Uh, I mean, now that the CFP is here, the NCA has nothing to do with the CFP, nothing at all. Right. But you still got the NCA tournament, right? But they can, you know. There can be a basketball equivalent of a CFP and still run the same thing, um, yeah. you know, right on down CBP. the line to your softballs, CBP, easy yeah, day. And, and all that. So uh, I think big changes are coming, but hopefully whoever is the next uh, Big Ten commissioner, um, you know, hopefully they got a backbone and some great ideas uh, you know, we, we need to, as a conference, need to innovate more instead of waiting and seeing what everybody else, particularly the SEC, is going to do and do it. Um, you know, we, we need to lead, th- lead that thing. So hopefully they can come up with some, some NIL stuff and maybe some portal stuff, not stuff that's going to discourage other, you know, encourage people to go to other conferences so much as to let's get some structure out there and say, yeah, say this is, this is the way it's going to be. So uh, even though college football is, is done for another eight months, um, I, th- I think it's going to be as, inter- as interesting of an off season as we've had in quite a while, not only for Michigan, but you know, for college That's football as, as a whole. And one thing that I've seen thrown around, it was on Twitter and I wouldn't like it, but I I'd like it to get him out of here is there's people. Oh, Kevin Warren going to be, uh, the big Ten commission. Ward manual going to be. Yeah. The big I, Ten I'm commission. sorry. Yeah. 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 I said Kevin mix the two fucking names up. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I don't. I think it was. I think that was fucking Yoder or Bell that posted that. I was. I was thinking Yoder, but I wasn't hundred percent. Dude, Yoder just posted something on on fucking Twitter. I'm on Twitter right now to see if there's anything out about players or anything. 
Yoder posted something on Twitter and is like, let me fucking pull it up. It might have been. It's you know what? It was probably from the other day because I'm on the podcast page and that um it was like uh CJ Stroud strongly thinking about returning to um the University of Michigan or University of Ohio State after Michigan uh alumni uh offer him twenty three thousand dollars to return. Yeah. And I'm like Man, I can't even find it now, but yeah, I figured it. I think that was either him or Yoder or Yoder or Bell. <coughs> that shit. I mean, that or, it might have been it might have been swanky too. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, I seen that and I was like, well, that could really fuck us if 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 it does go out. If it does go out ugly. That could hurt us in the long run. I mean, not good to have somebody in the office that doesn't like you. I mean, no, but you know the the one thing, and maybe it doesn't make a difference. Um, but you know, he is he is a Michigan guy, Michigan man. Um, played you know played football for Bo. Um, so you wouldn't think that he would purposely try to fuck us, but if we run him off and he's bitter, mm-hmm. you know, weirder things have happened. That's for sure. Hard, hard to say, but, um, yeah, interesting yeah. to say the least you would, you would, I just, I'm looking right now, but I think, oh, I guess he would have been. I was thinking he played with Harbaugh. He might have just missed it. He's 54. I think Harbaugh's 59. 59. Yeah, so he he just missed him. Yeah. But I I always kind of wondered in the back of my mind, I hadn't looked at it till just now, if there was some some pissing match that was 40 years old, you know. And he's like, fuck you, Jimmy. I Who's got the power now? Yeah. Who knows? But whatever. And, you know, it's, it's really easy to be critical of him now, but I've, I've never really been really impressed with him. And, you know, not that I've had a lot of big problems. You know, now in hindsight, looking back now, this shit's happening. It's, it's easy to go back. But I've never been overly impressed with him either. He has been... You know, the AD wears a lot of hats and is, you know, primarily answers to the student athletes, but is responsible for the coaching and programs and, and you know, NCA regulations and, and a lot of things oversees the compliance department. But, you know, the AD needs to be the cheerleader of, of, of the programs too. You know, a lot like, much as I hate to say this, Gene Smith is, uh, you know, for Ohio State. Um, and I, I've never seen that. He he just doesn't seem to be as involved and hands-on as he should be. And, and, and before all this come up, I always wrote it off to, you know, some guys don't like the public spotlight, and maybe that was it. And, and, and maybe, hey, this guy is – you know, he's a lot like a player's coach. He's a, he's a coach's AD and he's, he's letting these people do their job, but more and more stuff's coming out that, 
it just sounds like um, he's fighting. To, he, he's rolling in the wrong direction, you know, purposely uh, for a lot of things. And, um, you know, if that's where you're at, you know, maybe it's maybe it's time to move on. Yeah, I I agree. It's like you. I agree completely. Um. All right, I got two more things. One's quick. The other one depends on how. I know we've been on for an hour already. Um, go to the boys in the hardwood. I mean, came into Big Ten play, looked like maybe they found their streak. Um, started three and one. They've lost two straight. Blue. Michigan State game is what it is. Kind of looked tight. Kind of looked like a young team out there, not playing um, in a hostile environment, um, making mistakes that need to be made. I mean that 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 game period on both sides of the ball. I don't care if you're a Michigan State fan or a Michigan fan. That game was fucking tough to watch for both sides. It was. I mean, I mean, it, it was. It was ugly. I think at one point you called it a fourth grade game or like watching a fourth grade game or something like that. Yeah. It I was. think it was like seven to four at the 12 minute timeout or something like that. Um, it was, it was tough to watch. I mean, then Iowa, Iowa, we played a good game. Jet Howard put up 32 or something like that. Couldn't miss. I think he started out seven for seven. Um, in the first half is uh, what is wrong with Michigan basketball and like right now is is it honestly I, I, I think I just, what do you think it's just the youngness and the leadership I think, I think it all goes back to Juwan but I, I, I think it's a lack of preparedness for the success that our players have had, which goes back to, to recruiting. Um, you know, we pulled a couple guys off uh, point guards, right out of uh, the transfer portal the last couple years this year, no success. I think point guards are our biggest problem, but um I don't know. We we play up to really good competition, and we play down to really bad competition. I'm not sure that Michigan State's really good yet, but you can, you know, you can you can compare that game, right? Four four point game is that what that ended up being? Something um, like that. Yeah. North Carolina was a couple point game, right? Um, yeah, I mean, we North Carolina, Kentucky was a couple point game. I mean, yep, yep. Kentucky and, then, and North Carolina have kind of both shown that they aren't, at least as of right now, with the Kentucky North Carolina that they are that they usually are. Especially, right. I mean, Kentucky and, looks. And then we lose the Central Michigan. You know what I mean? So, it it the, that that to me the, that's a coaching problem. Like the guys aren't ready to play, um, and. You know, everybody's going to – you're always going to be hyped and ready to play when you played Leslie, right? And 
maybe not so much Perry. Yeah. And you know, that that's on the coach. Okay, you don't got to worry about it when we're playing Michigan State. We know they're going to be ready. But when we're playing Central Michigan, that that's on the coaching staff, I, I think. Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, I, I agree. Um, and I, I, that, oh, sorry. Go ahead. You're good. Go ahead, guy. So, so you know, I don't think um, that means that Juwan's on the chopping block or should That's be. That's what I was just about to ask you. I was like, is Jawan Howard on the hot seat? Is the seat? Is it? I mean, I, I, is the seat getting at least a little toasty? I don't think so. Um, yeah, this is year three for him five. or four year five. No, is it really? It's close to my. It's 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 at least four. Because he came in, what, 2019, 2020? Yeah. Or 2019, he came in 2019, correct? No, 2020 because of COVID. And then he won the Big Ten Championship to COVID here. So, yeah, this would be year four. Okay. So. 2019, 2020, 21, 2021, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, 22, 23 would be this year. Because so he won a Big Ten year, Championship four. This is year three. This is year four. Okay, I'm showing 2021, 21, 22, 22, 23. It's been two seasons since we've won the Big Ten championship, and that was in his second season. He played the co- he was coaching. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, okay, yeah. This this is year four. Um, that's why I was like, it was year two he won his championship, and it's been two yeah. years since that. So, so um, I don't I don't think that a seat is warm. I don't think that it should be warm. I think if we miss, and we're, we're probably going to miss the tournament this year. Um, yeah, but again, we were also at this point last year, eight and seven. We were. And we made it to the Sweet 16, the only fucking team from the Big Ten again to make it past the first weekend. You're welcome. Right. Um, so his first year canceled because of COVID, right? Then Elite Eight, Sweet 16, the, the following year. I, I think for his seat to even be warm, he would have to miss the tournament this year and miss the tournament next year. And then, yeah. and then I don't even think he, he's fired them, but I think that, you know, it's pretty much guaranteed. Hey, you got to make the tournament, make a run in 24, 25. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, the only reason that I think, Could be a little warm. I'm not saying like he was that next year. Hey, we don't make tournament this year. Next year, it could he's going to start the season on the hot seat. Is that the only way I see that happening? Is if we if we finish well below 500 this year. Again, though, is this another Brady Hoke scenario where Brady Hoke gets here has? What we seen to turned out to be good players that Rich Rod finally got and didn't get the chance to use. Yep. Did he have Beeline's players and win with Beeline's players that first, second year? And because the trend, the trend since it was it was this, this, and then the trend's been down since that big <coughs> and I don't think that you can say definitively one way or the other, but that, that's a very valid question and point. But I think it goes back to what I said earlier, you know, going back to the recruiting, um, you know, 
he's had pretty good recruiting success. He's had good uh, development success, but he doesn't seem to have a plan in place to replace those guys and keep it going, right? Um, and and that's going to be his downfall. Um, t- t- it's it's really tough to say, but I, I'll say this is. Is this his his slapping of the was it the Maryland coach and he's had a couple other temper tantrums? I do think that the, that the temper tantrum against Maryland, then the slap of Wisconsin coach, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Wisconsin, little, yeah. I, I do think that that shortens his leash considerably because there's a lot of there's a lot of blue hairs. You know the hoity-toity. No, fuck blue hairs. I don't want to fucking do that. That want him gone already, and and that we we don't have coaches that slap people. Yes, we do. He was defending people. I I I got. He shouldn't have done it, right? But I got zero fucking problem with it. Zero. I'd have done the same thing. And said, "Hey, I should have done this, but I was sticking up for my players." Yeah, and then it's it's a heat of a moment thing again. Like you said, sticking up for your players. I mean, I guarantee you look back at college football coaches in the 70s and 80s. I mean, you look at – shit, look at fucking um, Woody Hayes. Right. Look at Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. Dude, threw a fucking chair across the gym in the middle of a game. Right. What? Like, it, it's, it all comes down to this fucking time period being absolutely fucked. The fucking woke shit. I mean, I'm not trying to get political, but fuck. The it woke all ties bullshit is, is, is it all comes to comes to one fucking thing, and uh, I, I won't go anymore on that. But it, it uh, and then that's where it comes from. Is that it, no one? A lot of people weren't raised the way that I know you raised me. Is don't take people shit. Right. Don't start a fight, but fucking damn sure you're gonna finish it. True. Um, I mean, it, the the time period we live in now is just fucked. But anyway, Sherman. I have so I have so much shit that I want to fucking talk about right now, but I know it's not a good idea. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean it. It like you said, if that happens in the seventies, eighties. I mean, you literally had the Detroit Pistons, the bad boys out there fucking decapitating people pretty much on the basketball court. Um, right. We, uh, um, but I mean, I mean, it, it's, it sucks. I mean, I wish, I kind of was hoping that, you know, maybe. Michigan basketball choked it away because it was not playing good because they wanted to give that all that luck to Michigan football. But yeah, and you know, and maybe not, talk about that. I was one million percent okay with it, and I, I still personally am. I, I you know, like to, I'm I'm not I'm not so upset with it. I mean, I was pretty fucking pissed off after the game the other night against Iowa because we shouldn't have lost that game. Fucking and and one three that goes in, and I'm like. To tie it with twelve seconds left, I, I'm like, "You dumbass, let him shoot it." You're, you're up four. 
let him shoot it, get the ball, and go down. Don't don't even throw a hand up. Right. You're gonna go underneath him, undercut his legs, and you know what happens next. But uh, I mean, I think they also goes down again the youngness of this team. I mean, there's really no leadership. Um, like now, when I say leadership, there's no seniority leadership. Um, and and uh, yep, there's Hunter Dickinson. That's that's an issue too. You know. What, what, who else? I mean, Terrence Williams, which don't get me started on him. I mean, it, it all comes down to, I think, that, honestly. There's no senior senior leadership. Hunter Dickinson's a, really, and Terrence Williams, the only one that have been around, have played in the tournament. I mean, significantly wise, let me say that, because, I mean, there's players on the bench that have been around. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean, they could they could absolutely, I think, I think they're close. Honestly, in my opinion, the defense has to get better. Uh, um but but yeah. All right, real quick. Um I was just gonna make predictions in the NFL division around this weekend. Um, sports wise, so you have the NFC games. First one of the day, Seattle at San Francisco, seven two seed. Uh, I think the Niners win it. I think the Niners win it easily. Yep. With you on that one. Uh, next one. Uh, no, New hang on. I, I want to go with Geno Smith in Seattle on that. Why they fucked you? They fucked you guys. That's okay, but I think they're gonna win. Um. Next one, New York Giants, Minnesota Vikings. Vikings, in my opinion, are a fraud. Kirk Cousins is a fraud. They win games. They squeak games out. I think the Giants win it. Um, and a close one. Yep. I'm with you on that one. Um, Cowboys, Bucks. Brady, this is Brady's, Brady's even year. Or Brady's uh, odd year. This is... Every other year, he's won a Super Bowl since like 2015, 16, something like that. Um, this is a Super Bowl year. Brady snuck in. This he did sneak most- in. He's starting to look a little be- human, but I'm a roll with Brady. Yeah, I, I mean, it never, never lost to the Cowboys. Brady factor involved. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks um, when that came. Um, the fact they're hosting that game is insane to me. All right, go moving to the AFC. Dolphins, Bills, um, in Buffalo. It's gonna be cold. Uh, uh, Buffalo takes it. Um, no, no, to a tongue of Iloa for the Dolphins. Buffalo Bills win it pretty easily, handily. Yep. I, you know, I, I thought the Bills had a decent chance to win the Super Bowl before the Demar Hamlin stuff, but now I feel like. They're almost like a team of destiny. The whole world's rooting for them, right? I, I, I would be surprised if they don't at least make it to the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Good thing. Good to hear he's doing good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next one, Baltimore Ravens uh, at Cincinnati. Division rivalry, uh, Sunday night football. Um no Lamar Jackson for the Ravens. Um, I think I think the Bengals and the Bengals Ravens just played week 17. Um, I think the Bengals win it. Um, 
but I think it's it, it, it's a lot closer than what people think think it'll be. Yeah, I'm with you too. Because I, of Baltimore's defense, I don't like to 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 support any anything from Ohio, but I, I do think the Bengals win as well. I I, I, I don't like I don't. to support the Bengals either because it's one of Aaron's teams. It's Aaron's. Today. <laughs> but uh, last one, final one this week, um, AFC. Chargers at Jacksonville. Um, Trevor Lawrence never lost a game he's played on Saturday. Um, ever in his high school, college. I didn't know that. That's that's pretty impressive. And you know, they have two young gun quarterbacks. They have done a phenomenal job from the train wreck that Urban Meyer created there <laughs> to to make it the playoffs this year. Train wrecks everywhere he goes. Unbelievable. But uh, with that being said, uh, Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to go against you on this one. I think uh, I think the Jaguars get their first playoff win, I think, since 2017. Um, whatever year we played, the Patriots played them in the, Super, in the AFC Championship. Um, I think the Jaguars pull it out, and Trevor Lawrence stays perfect on Saturdays. Um, but, uh, but yeah, guys, that's it. Um, that's it for today's show. Uh, make sure you go check us out on Facebook, Tall and Taller Tech TNT, on Twitter at Tall and Taller 11, TikTok at Tall and Taller 44, YouTube, um, Tall and Taller. Uh, check out the podcast if you can't uh, watch it one day on here where on YouTube. Um, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast. I thought it was on Apple Podcasts, but I can't get on the Apple Podcast to check. Um, but I'm, I'm going to look into putting it on the iHeartRadio and Apple Podcast if it's not already on there. So, um, yeah, guys, uh, make sure you share with your friends. Give us likes. Do anything you want. Subscribe on YouTube. Um, again, uh, as always, go blue. Um We'll see what happens with Harbaugh, and uh, y'all have. I'd be shocked if he's not back. Absolutely shocked. I'm I'm in the same boat, but but weirder things have happened too, right? But you know, I I felt this way all along. You know, as I said earlier, once Santa got involved and come out publicly publicly like that, I was very surprised that that he come out with his statement. As I thought it was a pretty strong statement, saying, "Hey, we're we're going to work this shit out." Basically, three of us are sitting down and we're going to figure it out. And, you know, I, I think that ultimately that says if one of them got it, has to go, it's not going to be Harbaugh. Um, so, so we'll, like I said, weirder shit has happened. So you can't rule anything out at this point, but I'd be pretty surprised if, if it all didn't work out. Just wish we could have one January or February where it wasn't. Right. Harbaugh is going to the NFL or let's, let's, Let's get this him locked is, up. This, got, this has stop. to be it after this fiasco. It, it can't happen again, or he's he's got to go. Um, and I don't really, I don't really think it's his fault. Um, I think he was backed into a corner on this because you know, as, as we talked about earlier in the show, it was uh, it goes against his character and everything that he believes in to go back on his word. Um, and I, I'm 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 really surprised that he did. But it was his, really his, his only play, his only piece of leverage that he had. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so 
Um, he did what he had to do to try to um, get all reports have said this isn't about money for him. It's, you know, it's about NIL. It's about admissions. It's about uh, his money for his pool of assistance. Um, you know, so he is it. I, I don't think it's a selfish thing. Um, and the, the only thing that I could I could say that um, is selfish on his part is the eagle thing. You know, I, I do think that he likes the, hey, Jim, please don't go type type stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's after this year, one way or another, it, it has to stop. You, can, you can't do it every year. You just can't. So, but with that being said, hail. Yep. All right, guys. Have a good weekend.